It's time for the only local show in St. George with the top guests, the hot topics, and the most compelling conversations. It's the Andy Griffin Show on KDXU, Southern Utah's news talk leader. Welcome to the program, nine minutes after nine o'clock. Thanks for tuning in today, this November 3rd, Election Day 2020. I'm Andy Griffin. With me today is Jimmy Keston. Jimmy is the uh, Republican Party chairman here in Washington County, but also uh, just a generally pretty good guy over there. Jimmy, how you doing, man? Well, thanks, Andy. It's great to be with you this morning. You didn't say it. I am. You didn't ask me how I was. I said, how you doing, Jimmy? Oh, I'm blessed. (laughs) How are you? I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. I'm doing great, man. It's, uh, In fact, if it was any better, I'd have to hire someone to slap me to make sure it was real. Well, I'll do it for free. I get plenty of requests uh, and uh, <laughs> volunteers for that. <laughs> all right. Uh, election day. Uh, first of all, some, some things we want to talk about. And by the way, folks, uh, we're going to do kind of an open line format today. If you have some thoughts on the election, let's keep it to the election. I don't want to talk about... Uh, you know, uh, whether you have a bidet in your bathroom, I don't want to talk about, uh, you know, uh, uh, your your thoughts on masks or, or anything like that. Let's talk about the election today. Six, uh, seven, I don't want to talk about your bathroom either, Andy. No, I, I'm glad. Six seven three five eight ninety is the phone number. If you have a question for me or Jimmy, or maybe you just have a comment about the election, uh, Jimmy, I want to start off first with talking about the uh, early uh, early balloting. Ninety. What was the word? Um, over a million people, I think, and you nine ninety nine or sixty thousand people have already voted in Utah. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's amazing. It's uh, the record numbers of early voting um, uh, here and uh, anywhere they're doing it nationwide. There's been a, yeah. a big turnout. I think one of the interesting things is that um, it in most elections it's a heavily uh, Democrat vote that comes in early, and then the Republicans, you know, uh, bridge that gap and and win their elections on election day. But um, the trend that I've been noticing that's been very interesting is the Democrats haven't pulled out to that big lead ahead of election day. Um, It's several points closer. They still, you know, outpace uh, Democrats, uh, Republicans in most areas of the country, but not by near the percentages as normal, which... um, depending on how same day today's voting goes, could bode well for the Republicans. I feel like uh, in the past, Jimmy, early early voting has been kind of for, you know, almost an absentee type thing. Like, oh, I'm not going to be able to be around on, on election day or whatever. It feels different this time. It feels like, and I know that's intentional, but it, it feels right. like everyone should have voted early. The, the invitation was there. Uh, so when you talk about the Democrats maybe leading out early on 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 the uh, early voting and, and stuff, I, I feel like maybe this year it's going to be different a little bit as we start to tabulate those. Well, I think more Republicans than ever have gone ahead and voted early and mm-hmm. uh, and and gotten it taken care of. Um, you know, our system here in certainly in Washington County, um, we're you know we've done this for a few election cycles now, and it is yeah. gaining popularity particularly with the limited in-person voting. The only place to vote in person today is the Dixie Center. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, if you you cannot mail your ballot today, that would have had to have been done yesterday. So you'd have to drop it off at one of the drop boxes or vote in person. Um, So that's, you know, something that we're kind of getting used to. I think that there, you know, some people feel like COVID's had something to do with the early voting numbers. I think in some areas, people are just kind of getting used to it. Uh, Republicans in general... Uh, tend to really prefer that 
feeling of going into the voting booth on mm. election day, casting your vote. That is something that is very common among Republican voters. Um, where most of us are not big fans of early voting and um, uh, uh, absentee voting is different than early right, voting, by right. the way. They're, those are two totally different subjects, you know. I, I, I feel like, though, that uh, being able to sit at home and research the, each candidate, sit down with the ballot, uh, you know, right. my wife and I sat down right at our kitchen counter yep. and, and went over things and looked things up on our phones or on, on my, for me, it was my iPad. And, uh, you know, especially when it came to the amendments, we tried to, to clarify a lot of things. I hope a lot of people got to hear my bit on amendments last week. Uh, but uh, it, it felt like to me that this was a smart way to do it. Now, obviously, there is concern for, for fraud when it comes to this kind of thing. Do you, do you feel like that that is legitimate? First of all, the state of Utah and then other, other places where maybe it might be uh, more possible. Sure. I mean, we'll start, of course, here in Utah. And, and, and first, you know, I completely understand, you know, sitting on my family has done that even before early voting. We would sit down and discuss the issues, get mm-hmm. one of those ballot uh, sample ballots and uh, voter information and do that research, have that conversation before we went to the polls. Now, we did the same thing. We sat down around the table. We did our ballots together. Early voting here in southern Utah in Washington County uh, and in most of Utah is a little different than some of the places that are experimenting with it elsewhere in the country. First of all, we routinely clean our voter rolls. So we don't have decades of people who don't live here or have passed away or moved still on the voter rolls. Uh, Those are cleaned up regularly. Secondly, and very important, we do not allow ballot harvesting in Utah. You cannot go collect 1,000 ballots and turn them in or 10,000 ballots or go to -to door-to-door to collect ballots. Ballot harvesting is where fraud uh, becomes a real problem, particularly in areas that have not cleaned up their voter rolls. Imagine someplace like Los Angeles, California, just to pull one out of the air, uh, where they haven't really cleaned their voter rolls up in a decade or more. And uh, an apartment building with 20 apartments in it gets uh, ballots for the last 15 years worth of voters that lived in the entire building. And you're a ballot harvester and you go pick up all those ballots, you don't, you know, and then turn them in with no uh, um, way to confirm who who, uh, cast the ballot. You know, here in Washington County, again, every ballot has to be signed. If your signature doesn't match what the elections office has on file, that ballot is not uh, put in for counting. It's not opened until they confirm that the voter actually cast the ballot. They check those those signatures if there's a discrepancy they call the voter yeah um, they yeah. make sure and before before that ballot's turned in to be counted and by the way last year's election they actually called me because my signature wasn't a match and they you know it's funny because i heard some of the national talk show hosts i think sean hamney was talking about how these these machines aren't accurate and people aren't really looking I can tell you, just having a, had several conversations with uh, with Kim Hafen, yep. our county clerk auditor, that the machines do read the signatures. If there's any anomaly at all, they take it out, and if the if the eyeball test doesn't match, then they'll compare it to other signatures they would have on file, whether it's a social security or whether it's driver's license division. And if they still don't think it quite quite matches, that's when they actually get on the phone and they call you. And to me, that's that's I'm not saying foolproof, but that's pretty close to foolproof doing it the way that they're doing it here in our county. Yeah, I mean, let's face it. Um, 
and I believe D- the DMV is where they get those uh, uh, primarily mm-hmm. those signatures and voter registration forms. When you register to vote, those things, whether it was at DMV or turned in, those are the signatures that they use. If your signature has changed, uh, you, you know, and many people know that I'm a hospice chaplain on the side. I mm-hmm. have some patients whose signature no longer looks like it used to look. Yeah, they they've had yeah. so you know they've contacted the county, and there's a form that they can that they could sign to make sure that that signature uh, uh, represented what they look like now. And, um, and our, our, our county here, I can, you know, I can speak for our county for sure. Cause I've had many conversations with Kim Hayford and a lot of the staff at our county administration building, who's personally involved in uh, uh, taking these ballots and, and, um, and they do a terrific job. They are very conscientious. Agreed. Agreed. Let's uh, let's get the ball rolling. Let's go to the phone lines. Jimmy Keston's on. We're talking election. It is election day, twenty twenty. Caller, what's on your mind today? Is that me? Yep. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, so I have a complicated um, signature. So you're. So I was gonna kind of do a little pushback against you guys on how the computer could maybe find anomalies into the. Uh, signature because okay. mine's really complicated. I literally have people that laughed when they saw me do, do my signature, and they literally said, "Oh, are you scratching it out?" I'm like, "Huh?" Like, oh, right. They thought they thought I made a mis- They thought I made a mistake. Yeah. They thought I was scratching. Yeah, yeah. Even my wife, she's like, "That you know, no one does anything like that, right?" I'm like, "Yeah, I know." So, so, but when you mentioned the DMV, I think on my driver's license, I think our our uh, signatures are digitized aren't they on the they are I mean, when I you go grab my they, they are when you sign either your voter registration form or your dmv application those are scanned into the computer and that gotcha. computer scan is what they're using to check signatures gotcha i was gonna say because i think i can go grab my wallet and check it but I, when you said that I thought, oh okay well they can do that yeah like you said the eyeball test um i called uh not just for that because i wanted to I thought I found that interesting, mm-hmm. but I also wanted to give a big shout out to uh, President Trump. Uh, amazing four years. I voted for you. I knew you were going to be reelected because uh, there was either evil Hillary Clinton, uh, in my opinion, or a, or a potato, and so you were clearly <laughs> the better option. And well, a- amen, so, brother. So uh, Bush promised that he would move the embassy. He didn't get that done. Obama, when he ran, he promised to move the embassy. Couldn't get it done. But don't worry, guys. Trump got it done for you. So he, in a, in a weird way, uh, completed your promises. Um, 312 miles of the of the of the wall has been built. Some of it has been redone, so it's not new. Uh, it's about a hundred and something miles. Yeah, some of it was redone. in disrepair and needed help. Yeah, right. Is repair right? Repair and upgrade. So yes. But uh, that's fine because he's got another four years, um, so that's awesome. You know, it's not just one. It wasn't two. It wasn't three. It's actually four different Middle East deals that he brokered. That's pretty cool. Um, we're getting better trades now on China. China doesn't like it. I know we're always, China, 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 billions and billions, billions and billions. I know we hear it all the time from him. But the truth is, it, it, it is. The imports and the exports uh, have flipped. We are now exporting oil. I mean, he's done a lot of great stuff. So, so he's going to be reelected. Um, also, 
I want to say this just because I've been telling a lot of people this, and no one really believe me, but I believe it's true. I believe since he got nine percent of the uh, the black population vote um, four years ago, which which by the way normally trends anywhere from nine to twelve percent uh, for Republicans, I I predict that it will be with twenty twenty two maybe twenty five percent for uh, blacks and Hispanics. It's going to be crazy numbers. Uh, 1984. Do you remember? Does anyone remember 1984? Year I graduated high school. I, I had been voting for a little while. I won't tell you how long. But <laughs> oh no worries. Well, I, well no, I graduated say, high school in '75. If that tells anybody. Well, they say if you don't pay attention to history, uh, it, you're, we're doomed to repeat it. Well, the left they sure uh, they sure aren't paying attention because Reagan was elected in in '80, and uh, and that that was a and great re-elected year. in '84. Yeah. In 84, 49 states, a wash, a yep. landslide. That's correct. Not, I, don't know, I don't know what landslide it's going to be tonight, or, or sorry, because the media is trying to push that. For days, we might not know. For day, That's their new thing. This is their Hail Mary, by the way. In the last 24 hours, the ma- mainstream media, their Hail Mary right now is, we might not know for days who will win. Like, no, you're, you right. don't get to do that. You don't get to take the win from Trump. <laughs> anyway, uh, just like 1984, uh, it's going to happen. So. Awesome. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Outstanding. Do you see a landslide, Jimmy? I, You know, I've been saying uh, red wave for a while. Look, as far as I'm concerned, um, uh, um, first of all, you know, the pollsters are trying to cover themselves. Those polls have been tightening. But look, the bottom line is this. I do not believe that the average American is going to cast a ballot for $9 a gallon gasoline uh, for endless lockdowns. And for mask mandates and shut down schools and shut down businesses. And, and, and uh, fortunately, um, uh, the Republicans are on the right side of every one of those issues. Uh, uh, energy and COVID are a big deal in this election. But the, uh, uh, the blue team, the Democrats, are on the side of, you know, uh, endless roving lockdowns and uh, not opening the schools and mm-hmm. not uh, um, and mask mandates and uh, um, restrictions on liberty and no, you know, and um, and on shutting down the energy industry. I mean, and uh, that is just that I, I the American public just isn't going to vote for that. No, I don't think so either. Uh, I've been saving. I've been sitting on this for three days, three or four days. It's, uh, it was going around Facebook. Uh, with your uh, with your uh, permission, uh, Jimmy, I'd like to indulge a little bit in in this. I found it to be quite profound. Uh, they like to call uh, Donald Trump a buffoon or a clown. Well, the clown in the White House just brokered four Middle East peace accords, something that 71 years of political intervention and endless war failed to produce. The buffoon in the White House is the first president that had, has not engaged us in a foreign war since Eisenhower. The clown in the White House has had the greatest impact on the economy, bringing jobs and lowering unemployment to the black and Latino population of any other president ever. Record, record, record employment levels in the black, Hispanic, females, every demographic uh, had the lowest unemployment numbers the ever. Buff- the buffoon in the White House has exposed a deep, widespread, and longstanding corruption in the FBI, the CIA, the NSA, and the Republican and Democratic parties, including the, the Don, the mob boss, uh, Joe Biden. And it's a good thing that the president doesn't drink alcohol because that kind of will, thing will not get you invited to the Washington cocktail parties. That's right. The buffoon in the White House turned NATO around and had them actually start paying their dues. The clown in the White House neutralized the North Koreans 
stop them from developing any further nuclear capability, sending missiles toward Japan and threatening the west coast of the U.S. The clown in the White House turned our relationship with the Chinese around, brought hundreds of businesses back to the U.S., and revived the economy. And that's going to be ramped up even more in a second Mm -hmm. term as uh, the China plague, as the president calls it, Hmm. has uh, reinforced his uh, um, uh, intention to make sure that we're not reliant on China economically. The clown in the White House has accomplished the appointing of three Supreme Court justices and close to 300 federal judges. One of the the biggest legacy impacts of his Mm -hmm. first term. And a record. The same clown in the White House lowered your taxes, increasing the standard deduction on your IRS, IRS return from 12.5 to 24.4 and caused your stock market to move to record levels over 100 times, yep. positively impacting the retirement of tens of th- millions of citizens. Well, yeah, most of us have 401ks as opposed to pensions these days, and that is where the stock market uh, uh, helps average working people and those lower taxes were for working families. The people that did the worst under the uh, Trump tax policy were the very wealthy. The clown in the White House fast-tracked the development of a COVID vaccine. It will be available within weeks. We still don't have a vaccine for SARS, bird flu, Ebola, or a host of other diseases that arose during previous administrations. And I believe even more importantly is they fast-tracked the ability to test therapeutics mm-hmm. for the treatment of the virus. Um, I know that they're, you know, vaccine or not, uh, people aren't, they've lowered the mortality rate of this thing to uh, 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 minuscule numbers, 99 and three quarters or 99.8 or 9% of people who get COVID now uh, will survive it. Um, and, and I have a friend who had to go into the hospital for it uh, this week um, was out in two days because of one of these new therapeutic treatments um, and is, is back home. Um, and he is older and with other uh, um, health issues. The clown in the White House rebuilt our military, which the Obama administration had crippled and had fired 214 key generals and admirals in his first year of office. Peace through strength. I remember mm. that uh, from uh, another great Republican president. Yeah, and we know who that is. This clown in the White House uncovered widespread pedophilia in the government and in Hollywood and is exposing worldwide sex trafficking of minors and bringing children home to their families. This clown in the White House works for free. Did you know that, folks? He does not take a salary. He He donates donates. his entire salary, his entire presidential salary uh, to charities. He's lost well over $2 billion of his own money in serving and done all of this and much more in the face of relentless undermining and opposition from people who are threatened because they know they are going to be exposed as the criminals they are if he is reelected. I got it. You don't like him. Many of you utterly hate and despise him. How special of you. He's serving you and all the American people. What are you doing besides calling him names and laughing about him catching COVID-19, and please educate me again as to what what Biden has accomplished for America in his 47 years of office. I think I'll take the clown over that (laughs) any day. Absolutely. And I, you know, I I have tremendous respect for the president. I am always quick to point out uh, his style is not mine. Uh, it's not a lot of people, you know, I can, I can be bold and I have very strong, uh, 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 held opinions, but I'm not a New Yorker. And uh, he's got that New York <laughs> businessman mentality and that gruff exterior. You don't survive in that town. 
in uh, the construction business without that. Um, and yes, I have been known to cringe at uh, an occasional uh, tweet mm-hmm. or uh, mm-hmm. an occasional statement at a rally. Uh, or, but, you know, I am a results-oriented person. And uh, there has been no president in my lifetime that has uh, accomplished more on a larger variety of issues. He's the most pro-life president of my lifetime. Um, uh, uh, he's uh, done amazing things on a variety of uh, issues. The guy's got an incredible uh, a list of accomplishment, and he really has been way out in front in handling COVID uh, uh, amazingly well under the circumstances. Um, the the fact that this was uh, used as a political weapon, politi- politicizing a disease um, again, I do not believe the American people are going to reward the Democrat Party for politicizing this. You know, when you've got Democrat, when you've got the nominee of the Democrat Party declaring uh, 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 that the president is personally responsible for 200,000 deaths uh, and that nobody would have died if only there was a Democrat in the White House instead of President Trump, you know, that may play with the the twenty percent of the uh, it lost their mind completely left, but <laughs> most of America looks at that and says, uh, "What did you do?" Because you know we have we have something called videotape, uh, they, Vice President they, Biden. They we have yeah we have something <laughs> called we have something called audio recordings, Vice President Biden. We can actually show, and the president has been showing the video at his rallies lately of Joe Biden calling the China travel ban xenophobic, mm-hmm. of, uh, uh, of Nancy Pelosi at, in March, in end of February, beginning of March, doing uh, uh, um, live feeds from Chinatown, telling people there's nothing to worry about, of, uh, uh, of Dr. Fauci, saying, oh, this is no different than the flu in February or March, although he was telling the president that 200 million people could die or something like that, uh, or 2 million people, excuse me, not 200 million. Now I sound like Joe Biden. Um, (laughs) Two two million people would die if they didn't immediately do something. And the president, you know, did what the scientists and the experts said. It turned out to be um, uh, uh, bad advice. I think he would. Uh, uh, I think he would probably agree with that. Yeah, um, lockdown, yeah, yeah. Lockdowns were bad advice. You know, the country that's doing the best with this whole thing is Sweden, that never locked down. Mm-hmm. Um, they got it. They, they've acquired what herd immunity, I guess they call it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the politicization of I have never seen. I never thought I'd see the day, and I certainly never believed we'd be in a situation where we've spent most of the entire year. Uh, playing political football with medical treatments, with uh, the approach lives. to a pandemic yeah. and people's lives. And it's it's shameful and uh, um, uh, just completely unacceptable. And it happens to be the Democrat platform. We, the thing that saddens me, Jimmy, and we got to get a, a weather break in here in just a second. The thing that saddens me is I have personal friends who cannot see past the tweets. They cannot see past the, the whatever past allegations there are. They cannot see past the businessman, the the arrogant New Yorker, to see what he's actually done for this country. What well, I ask, hey, you know, he's donating his he's donating his salary. Does that mean anything to you? Oh, well, he's making billions off of this with his private business, so that doesn't count. And I, I it saddens me that 
people in my family, people in my circle of friends, all they can see is the negative. They can't see the actual accomplishments of this great president. And I, whether we're writing a postscript and this is his last months in, in office, I don't believe that's going to happen or, or whether or not we're, you know, getting ready for him to serve a second term, whatever the case, that just saddens me that people are so shallow. They can't see past all that. Well, you know, I mean, the news reporting, uh, uh, where president Trump has been concerned has been way over 90% negative from Mm -hmm. before he actually got sworn in. Um, uh, um, from, you know, November of 2016, uh, um, some of these networks, uh, 92, 95, 97, or 98% negative stories on the president, uh, almost no positive stories on his accomplishments. That'll, you know, uh, the fact that he's in this thing with those kind of reporting is amazing. Yep. All right. Got to take a break. Uh, I'm with Jimmy Keston today. It's election day. We're talking elections. Uh, give us a call. 673-5890. We'll get to your calls right after this break. It's time for the only local show in St. George with the top guests, the hot topics, and the most compelling conversations. It's the Andy Griffin Show on KDXU, Southern Utah's news talk leader. Yeah, thank you. That's our new voice guy, John Romney. Appreciate him uh, putting that together. Uh, it is 937 on KDXU. Today is November 3rd, 2020. That is Election Day. Jimmy Kesson in studio with me. Well, sort of, we're in different studios, but we're, we're yeah, well, we can We can see each other through, yeah. you know, the glass and the barricades. And the... By the way, uh, those that know Jimmy know he's a pretty conservative guy. He's a pastor. He's uh, uh, the Republican Party uh, chairman here for the county. Uh, did you know Jimmy Kesson used to be a hog? He used to be a Harley guy, right? I, you never stop being a Harley guy. That's true. Still, you still are. Yeah, that's a good point. You, you still have a Harley? I know. I did sell. I sold my bike a, okay. a couple of years ago, a few years ago. Um, uh, just it. It was. It, it seemed criminal to uh, allow it to just continue to collect dust because uh, good point. I wasn't able to get out and ride it much and. Yeah, and hopefully sold it to somebody who appreciates it and uh, rides it with love. Yeah, and for a while, it, it was, you know, the problem was it was here locally. I had very distinct, very uh, loud pipes on my Harley, okay. and uh, you could uh, uh, you could hear my bike from about two blocks away, and it would set off a car alarm from a block and a half away. <laughs> and the problem was it was very unique, and it was here local for the first year or so, and I would uh, uh, hear, it, hear it going by and just, you know, get very sad. sad, yeah. I will say this, and just we'll digress here for a minute. Motorcycles. I, I I've been a motorcycle guy most of my life, uh, and and uh, I remember someone asked me why why is your motorcycle so loud? What what's the point of that? And and uh, are you just trying to be obnoxious? And the truth of the matter is, there's there's uh, obviously it's cool when it's loud, but but honestly, people don't see motorcycles quite often. So if you can hear it, and, because you're going to miss it occasionally. That's really important into saving a motorcyclist's life. Yeah, my bike had lots of chrome and lots of uh, and lots of noise out of the pipe. You had to intentionally uh, set off an alarm by hitting it just hitting the throttle just right. By the way, um, that wasn't an, <laughs> that was always on purpose. It was never an accident. But look, if you didn't see me with all that chrome, uh, maybe you'd hear me. Right. Um, and right. Uh, uh, and that um, that can make a huge difference because mm. they are not the kind of thing you want to get hit on. My, my last bike was relatively quiet as far as motorcycles go, and I had someone pull in front of me, had to lay it down, and I'm lucky to be alive, and, you know, and, and I wish now I had had a louder bike or, or a shinier or something. Yeah, and trust so, me, it doesn't always help. There are plenty of people that, you know, uh, um, that, that still don't see or hear motorcycles, and we yeah. wish they would pay attention. 
and uh, right. and our bad our particular bad habit of making left turns in front of people, mm-hmm. um, which is a St. George trademark, um, is uh, uh, particularly scary for bikers. Right. I know, uh, besides myself, two other bikers who have been pulled in front of here in town. And, uh, yeah. again, all lucky to be alive, but all of them sustaining, some, for, for me, a, a permanent injury. And some of them temporary and, and semi-permanent injuries. So I was very blessed. I, all those years riding, I kept the shiny side up. Good for you. Proud of you. Way to go, man. Let's go to the phone lines. Uh, hey, Seth, what's up this morning? I wonder if we could have maybe um, a little uh, conversation. Um, and this is about elections, but I spent a year or more studying the manual um, that they present to people that uh, are going to try to become a nationalized citizen. It contains a hundred facts and questions that they ask you when you become a citizen at a test that you go to in Salt Lake City. And then um, they must ascertain if you can read or write English. And in my particular case, um, the question was, uh, here's the words, you write them, and it says, citizens can vote. And I thought that was sort of interesting, along with what subjects they decided that you needed to know about this country, about the parties, about the dates, about the holidays, but not really much about the Constitution. As a matter of fact, much of it, I can't remember really, it's been a long time ago, I don't think they mentioned it at all. Well, I, I really couldn't speak to that, although I know that uh, at one time uh, the naturalization uh, exam was actually a civics test on the Constitution, our founding documents, and what mm-hmm. it meant to be a citizen. And it wouldn't su- look, it would not surprise me if bureaucrats within the federal government uh, have uh, watered that down or, or changed it. But uh, having been uh, born in the USA and uh, uh, second generation American of immigrant parents, uh, uh, grandparents. Um, uh, um, I I never had to take the test, but I would think that I would do pretty well on it. I hope Fortunately, so. yeah. I, I would I would think I'd do pretty well on 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 that. I think I'm pretty up to date on civics. A lot of well, Americans can't. Well, yeah. As a matter of fact, I've given the questions on the air to people, and and very few were able to answer them. And of course, they are off point. And so since they consider voting so important that the proof that you can write is uh, citizens can vote. Now, the the point I'm trying to make here is that uh, is voting, and I'm going to answer for you, is voting your consent? Are you going to consent to whatever Donald Trump in his authority, or any Joe Biden, I don't care who you're talking about, or the mayors or the Congress people, are you consenting and agreeing and giving them your authority for two, four, or six years, and there's no way you can remove your consent? Well, you are giving your consent. I don't know about the no way you can remove it. There there are ways. We're a representative republic, and uh, um, there is a process to remove certain elected officials. We Here in Utah, for, we do not have a recall uh, ability on, on uh, most elected offices, but there are uh, there is redress if something is, uh, uh, if an elected official is actually 
operating in a um, improper or illegal manner. Well, it, it sounds like breeding elephants, you know. There's a lot of wailing and trumpeting, and uh, <laughs> uh, it's done on a very high level. But it takes two, three years to produce results. And it, as I found out, you get no results. We reelect the same people that are abusing us. And so maybe there needs to be a way that you offer your consent, and at some point in time you withdraw that consent, and when the withdrawals outnumber the uh, consents, that person is removed. Well, that sounds a lot like a parliamentary uh, 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 system like they have in England and um, Israel. Um, and that is a form of uh, uh, that is more of a, a democracy than a republic. Uh, we're a constitutional republic on purpose. And um, and a representative republic is designed to elect people for a certain term. And we do have redress. It's called elections. Today is the day that we decide the direction of the country. And for those who want to see uh, continued prosperity, continued, uh, uh, you know, uh, um, favorable tax policy, uh, foreign policy that keeps and, us out of wars, etc. And we don't want to pay that. And don't want to pay six bucks a gallon. And don't want to pay nine dollars or twelve dollars <laughs> for a gallon of gas because we've shut down the energy industry. I mean, there is. That's exactly what elections are for. We decide every two years about every every single seat in the federal in the House of Representatives is up every two years. All four hundred thirty five congressmen are up on, on the ballot today. Um, a third of the Senate is on the ballot today. Right. And, of course, the president's on the ballot today. So today America decides uh, whether we want to continue um, in the uh, uh, Republican uh, prosperity platform or the, uh, uh, the Democrat uh, uh, depression uh, uh, lockdown, um, keep your kids out of school um, and uh, – um, uh, you know, uh, and, uh, and and destroy uh, the energy sector. Yeah. All right, let's go back to the phone lines. Line three. Caller, you're on with Andy. What's up? Good morning. Morning. Well, you, Andy, you were uh, giving us a list of accomplishments of uh, President Trump. And I don't know if you mentioned the fact that he's also uh, nominated and seated three Supreme Court justices, which yes. is really unbelievable. And, it's uh, a heck of, course, of a start. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Uh, but I also, it, it, I think it's lost on a lot of people, especially on the left, that this is what President Trump was able to accomplish with almost everybody against him. Mm -hmm. The media, the, the Democrats, and a lot of Republicans uh, oppose the president. They fight him on every uh, opportunity. Uh, Mitt Romney comes to mind. Yes, imagine, what this, imagine what this man could have done if he actually had some support that that every president, I think of Barack Obama, he got a great deal of uh, of cooperation, even though the Republicans weren't in favor of a lot of. But they always were willing to find compromise, and Donald Trump hasn't gotten any of that. And so I actually think this is a referendum on America. The one thing I do uh, believe about Donald Trump is that he truly loves America as it was founded. And, uh, you know, just kind of anecdotally, I had a chance to drive across the country here a couple of days ago. I saw Trump sign, or Trump flags and signs everywhere, okay. and they were accompanied with American flags. They also, a lot of them were flying the, uh, the blue line flag. I saw a couple of Biden signs. I haven't seen a Biden sign or flag yet that had an American flag flying alongside of it. 
And I really think that the American people are just sick and tired of the left trying to destroy our country. And so I, I really suspect that people have come out of the woodwork to try to preserve America as it was founded, not as the left wants to recreate it. And so I, I have great, uh, you know, some of your earlier uh, shows that they were talking about the angst of the country. I don't think there's that much angst from people that love this country and that are uh, showing up in droves to support this president and to give him another four years. Well, I, I think I, well said, I certainly you. agree. I think he will get reelected. I still am predicting a, a red wave tonight uh, nationally. Uh, we're going to do very well, of course, here in uh, Utah. We'll get uh, all of our uh, our uh, Repub- great Republican nominees uh, elected um, or reelected today. Um, and look, um, the first two years of this president's uh, term, uh, there were a lot of Republicans sitting on the sideline because they believed the narrative that uh, this president was going to be removed from office for uh, uh, doing horribly uh, um, criminal things that he didn't do. Uh, the the Russia hoax, as it's been uh, uh, called, uh, caused a lot of Republicans to not want to spend political capital uh, backing the president's more uh, um, aggressive policies because they didn't think he was going to survive it. Um, And I think we're going to see much more cooperation probably from really, uh, as he said, both sides of the aisle. Once we get this election put together, you know, the hard left is always going to be a a problem, but they're a lot more fun when they're not in power um, because they're easier to laugh at when they can't destroy our lives. I had a a friend, definitely a liberal friend post on the internet, uh, the other day, they said, here's to, had a picture of Barack Obama, and it said, here's to uh, a, an administration that didn't have any scandals. And I thought, are you, are you kidding me? Are you, the only scandals created under Donald Trump were ones created by the Democrats to try to get him out, and they all proved to be false, they, every one exactly. of them. Exactly. And, um, and, you know, the first two years of uh, President Obama's first term, uh, uh, he had a 60-seat uh, a, a Senate. And a huge majority in the House of Representatives, they had absolutely nothing to stop them. And uh, Obama and Biden still got almost nothing done. Nothing. Yep. Um, uh, um, except building cages. And except building cages. And and then the American public, you know, we had uh, uh, the American public chimed in. And during the rest of Barack Obama's uh, uh, presidency, with the exception of his own reelection, uh, they lost more seats in the House, the Senate. And uh, all the way down to local races across the country than any president in history. There was a huge outpouring of rejection of the Obama-Biden policies that trickled all the way down to local elections. There were state houses that were flipped from uh, Democrat to Republican all over the country. Governorships, a record number of governors and uh, state houses and uh, uh, right down to uh, uh, local city councils on conservative agendas, uh, rejecting the Obama-Biden uh, policies. Let's uh, take one more call, and then i got to get a commercial break in. Caller, you're on with Andy with Jimmy. What's up? Hi, how's it going? Yeah, good. How are you? Yeah, I just just a quick question. I, you know, I hear a lot of people say this country is a democracy and I'd like you just elaborate for a minute on the difference between a democratic republic and the difference between a democracy. One of my favorite subjects. It's really very simple. A democracy is 
majority rule. And it has once been well said, and I it escapes me whose quote it is, so I wish I could properly reference it. Democracy is two wolves and a lamb voting uh, on what's for dinner. <laughs> a, representative right. a representative republic is where we elect people to go and make decisions, to evaluate all the information and make decisions. We don't have a referendum on every single issue. We actually elect somebody that is supposed to go and research things that need to be uh, done and then make decisions based on information that we may or may not have uh, as the general public. Um, uh, we always want that transparency where we can see what uh, the decisions look like. Uh, good uh, elected representatives will uh, keep communication lines with their constituents uh, open, but a representative republic is about electing people to go make decisions and not put every decision up to a majority rule vote. In fact, what makes the American system so special is that a representative republic protects the rights of the minority against the will of the majority. And that is what, and particularly the rights of the individual against the will of the majority. And that's what separates us from a parliamentary system and pretty much any other system is a representative republic, uh, first and foremost, protects the, uh, uh, the rights of the minority against the will of the majority. Thank you so much. And, yeah, I think that's an iconic uh, correlation of this election right there summed up. So thank you. Thank you for the call. Appreciate it. Uh, we've got to get a commercial break in. We'll try and get that one last caller in uh, when we come back. Real quick, Joe Shoney is a big supporter of this show. Joe Shoney is a loan consultant, been in Southern Utah for 25 years, and uh, his uh, specialty is really letting you, kind of keeping you in the loop when it comes to these loans, customer service, and uh, online you can see 467 reviews, and he averages 4.91 stars. It really doesn't get much better than that. You'd have to have a perfect score just about to beat that. Give Joe Shoney a call at 435-590-6300. And, uh, yeah, you, you'll find out why he gets uh, five stars almost every time. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Down to about three minutes left in the program. Let's go right to the phone line. Jimmy Kesson, by the way, with me and uh, on the phone lines. Uh, caller, you're up. you're up. What's up? Good, uh, good morning, gentlemen. Morning. Thanks for calling. Hey, I uh, don't know if this has been brought up yet, but a uh, little casual observation, and I really want anybody who's planning on voting for Biden, Harris, or any other Democrat, look into this before you pull the lever. Who is it right now nationwide that is massing to protest and violently destroy cities if the election doesn't go their way tonight? Not Republicans. Exactly. No, because if it doesn't go our way, we'll be looking for second jobs to pay all those extra taxes. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. But, but, you know, seriously, I want if you're planning on going out and voting for Biden because you just hate Trump that much and you think that Trump is the one causing the violence and the hatred, take a look at who is massing. They're putting fences around the White House as we speak, triple layer fences to keep people out. And how long have we listened to the Democrats whine and cry about well, you're not going to accept the results of the election. Trump isn't going to accept the results. And yet, who is it that is massing as we speak to do just that? Well, look, it's always been the case that when, you know, when Democrat, whatever uh, Democrats are complaining about, it's 
probably what they're doing um, and just pointing fingers at Republican. Look, we want to make sure that this is a statement election here in Washington County, uh, throughout Utah, really nationwide. Uh, vote right. Vote red. Uh, um, let's uh, up and down the ticket. Uh, uh, let's vote for these uh, great Republican candidates. Let's make this a statement election that those kind of tactics, uh, the uh, anarchy uh, that is being uh, supported and promoted by the Democrat Party cannot be allowed to be successful uh, or we will be uh, diminished as a people and a nation. Um, I've put out, you know, I've said this really very, very clearly. You know, people say that you should go vote your values and uh, they point to some people point to uh, the president's uh, uh, style and 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 try to make that a factor. Look, uh, instead of voting your values, uh, pray, uh, uh, listen to the Holy Spirit, vote God's values. And if you haven't voted yet today, you get down to the Dixie Center, you get your ballot to a drop box. Let's make this a statement election that says we will not stand for the anarchy and the nonsense. Uh, It's time to get America back to work. Amen. But at the same time, hunker down and get ready because it's going to be ugly. All right. Good thought today. Thank you for calling. Not a good thought. No. Good, good point. Bad thought. You know, the National uh, Guard has been uh, 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 has been alerted in at least 16 states already. Uh, these are uh, major cities that have had violence. When you see major uh, uh, cities boarding up their businesses ahead of Election Day, uh, that should be a very loud statement that we do not want those who are supporting and causing this kind of nonsense to be rewarded um, for it. Yeah. Yeah, sore losers. And these are the people that got participation trophies when they, when they played T-ball. I'm, I'm just saying, Jimmy. All right, that'll do it for the show today. Jimmy, thanks for coming on. We'll hear from you a little bit tonight, too, as, as well as we cover election 2020. Well, and we're looking for good news tonight. Uh, again, uh, thank you so much. And get out there and make your voice heard and vote. Yeah, exactly. I echo his sentiment. Get out there and vote. We need you.